0: guys welcome back to the east coast browncast boy do we have a bunch of topics that we would like to cover with y'all today i hope you guys are doing well we're gonna start off uh with a few we're gonna do a few topics we're gonna see what the west standings are like what we're feeling for thanksgiving the unfortunate state of injuries and uh well i'll go to the the topic that i know my man array is very very excited to talk about which is the tate the jason tatum mvp status update which one of y'all want to hit this one
1: Man, let me start off, man. Just let me get all my (laughs) hyper, my hyperness, and my, you know, excitement for this topic out of the way. Um, First of all, I want to say that I called this. um, I mean, I don't want to take too much credit because going into the end of last season in the finals, while the Celtics lost, which, you know, I didn't want to bring that up. But yeah, they lost. We didn't really hear a lot about Tatum kind of grinding through the offseason. You know, you know what I mean? Like when LeBron lost his first finals, you know, you heard a lot about him grinding, same with Kobe mm-hmm. and all these other great players. But we didn't really hear too much about Tatum. He was uh, hanging out with like Jay-Z. Um, he was getting clowned on a little bit on social media and stuff like that. But we didn't really hear too much about him. But seeing him come in into um, the preseason games and the first few games of the season, he looked like a different man. And that was really exciting as a Celtics fan to see that happen. He looked like he was a man on a mission. Uh, and I could keep going on about this on and on forever pretty much but it's not just his mentality that's changed but it's also his play style he seems a lot more confident he's taking it to the rim a lot more you know fighting through contact which is something that he hasn't really done Dude, as I just much want to
0: bring that up too yeah
1: right he, he hasn't really done that as much in his first few seasons in the nba so this is a huge improvement but i think it really all starts with his mentality
2: i believe he's only 19 i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> that joke. but uh yeah, Tatum. I, I remember in the beginning of the season when we were drafting for fantasy and you were like, I'm picking Tatum first overall. And I was, everyone was like, what the heck? What's he doing? That's like a second rounder. And oh my God, have you proved us wrong? Like, this guy is amazing. I think the reason people don't talk about Tatum as much is he's like really soft spoken. Like, he doesn't seem like one of those characters. Like, you know, I'm um, like a Luka Doncic or a Giannis. Like, th- he's not always on the media, but which he should be definitely. But um, yeah, key differences that I'm seeing this season is that he's he's not playing as much iso ball. Like he's playing iso ball when needed, uh, and like and he's scoring and he's doing everything. He's taking it to the rim, but uh, at the same time, he's also like getting his teammates involved, especially Jalen Brown. Like both of them are working great together, and this Celtics team is looking scary. And they don't even have Rob Williams yet. So like, Tatum right now, I think he's number two with um and um, the MVP standings. But he, I, I, definitely see him number one because I think Mavericks are like all the way in ninth seed. So I, I don't see Luca holding that number one uh spot.
0: That's fair. That's fair. Um, array. I did. I did like well, I like the fact that you pointed out the fact that what's his name, uh, Tatum is finishing better through contact because that was one of the main things that was pointed out. Like I think by B-ball Breakdown towards, like, the stuff that he saw in the finals last year. He's like. Like you just seem getting bodied on like you know rebounds and everything, and like some of them were pretty cheeky plays that probably should have been called a foul. But I'm like, it's a finals, like it's an entertainment value. So, thank you. I appreciate you bringing that up But that one part up specifically. I wanted to talk about it. Well, that's call, that's kind of all the comments I had about that
1: one. Well, it's kind of funny because it wasn't that he wasn't just you know not being able to body through and get that contact and finish through it, it was that he wasn't seeking that contact at all. And even when he did, like like you said before, he wouldn't finish through it. But now it seems like he's, like, he's seeking it out. I'm looking at the statistics from last season and this season in terms of uh, uh, free throw attempts. And last season, he was only averaging about uh, – let me just double check this. He's averaging about 6.2 attempts from free throw. And this season, he's doing about 8.8 8 attempts. So that's almost a one and a half increase in free throw attempts. And I know that doesn't really sound like a lot, but that just goes to show that he's seeking out contact a lot more. And yeah, there was that rule implement, like that change through the rules and stuff with the, the clear pass stuff and the you know fouling to stop the fast break. But I don't really think those are the attempts. And I don't really think that's where it's coming from.
2: Yeah, no, definitely. He, he's looking jacked, honestly. Like he looks so much stronger um he's more defined i just hope he doesn't get hurt um you know considering how how many injuries are in the nba right now but you know looking he looks like he's um in shape so yeah hopefully he can keep this up till the end of the season and definitely if he keeps this up his his stats and his like team's success um hints towards an MVP run dude
0: honestly you just love to see it like you just love to see when it gets better and better like season by season so i think we're gonna take like, let's let's hop over to the west side and <clears throat> and honestly i don't i have no idea how to interpret what's going on with the standings over there what is going on
1: <laughs> dude it's just straight up a clusterfuck <laughs> it's like the top maybe top 10 not even the top 11 teams are all within like a game or two and it's it's crazy from the first place Suns as of today, and then the uh the eleventh place Warriors. That's they the Warriors are three games behind the Suns. And we're we're not like two, three games into the season. We're almost 20 games into the season. So it's definitely interesting. We've got a lot of teams that have been surprising and a lot of teams that have been disappointing. So I don't really know what's gonna happen at the end of the season, who's gonna be where, especially with everything that's going on with you know, like uh, trades being thrown out there and injuries happening but it's definitely a clusterfuck and it makes this season more entertaining what do you think
2: um yeah it, it, i think it's still too early like i know it's all, almost been 20 games or it's been 20 games um uh for some teams but i i think it's still too early like you're seeing a lot of teams like the jazz like they've been on a like three game losing streak uh uh sacramento i still think sacramento is going to be uh you know like top eight they're gonna be in the playoffs um or plans but like they they've also lost too so I think like things are starting to balance out warriors uh are starting to get their groove on we've seen Wiggins go off we've seen uh clay Thompson go off so I think Warriors are like finally you know getting back into it. You know, their whole um championship thing is kind of like dying down on it. Now they're like focusing what's on hand and what to do now to like secure that playoff spot in a good uh Seating. So I, I think teams are, are finally starting to like, you know, figure things out. And um yeah, I think like give it by New Year's and you'll see Warriors definitely top eight. Uh, you'll see Jazz fall out of it and maybe put a play in contention. And I don't know what's happening happening with Mavericks. You know, uh, they went to the Western Conference final last year and now they're like stro- really struggling. I think a lot of it has to do with like Christian Wood not getting enough playing time. um But yeah i th- i think teams are figuring themselves out but it- it's going to be really competitive uh in the for the i guess bottom four playing spots
1: and let me ask you something Narf. do you do you actually believe in this maps team or are you just kind of throwing them up there because they have Luca? so that's the thing if you have a player
2: like Luca, you can't count them out right but the thing is he can only do so much and i don't know what jason kidd is doing like I actually don't even know what the maps are doing because, like, we have a player like Christian Wood who could easily put up big numbers if you gave him playing time, but he's, some games he's playing 17 minutes, some games he's playing 25 to 30 minutes. Like, I I don't understand the inconsistency. I I don't know if you have any insight on, but, yeah, I I don't know what's happening with the maps. If they can figure out, you know, whatever their roles are and... I still don't see them as a championship contender just because their roster isn't good enough. But you know, I I don't know uh, what to say about them. They just don't look good uh, good right now, right
0: now. I think it's a combination of uh, both, like you know, lackluster person, uh, like you know, s- personnel in terms of the supporting cast. And uh, I hate to throw Jason Kidd underneath the bus, but I'm gonna drive over him. Like I did, I honestly don't think he knows what he's doing. Like like he, he had when he was like when he was coaching Giannis he was never able to get like, you know, a decent sort of like offensive system around him. And like, I just, I just feel like he needs to take a few more like assistant coaching gigs before he goes up to like head coach. Cause I just like, no matter what he does, like with the personnel that he has, like, I don't know why he's not able to produce like, well, if, if not had a higher rate, like, like, you know, with, he had Giannis, now he has Luca, like, they they're like you know, they're almost like the standards bearer for that exact position position that they're playing, and I honestly think it's it's partially coaching as well as like the, the supporting cast because like name one other person on 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 the on the map team that's not Christian Wood and Luka Doncic,
2: Spencer Dinwiddie. But that's besides the point. I agree and disagree <laughs> with you uh, on what you're saying, but. um you know, I, I think Jason Kidd is great in developing like one player like Giannis or Luca, even though they were great um, on their own. But I think he brings the best out of their star, like the star players that he gets. But it's the rest of the team, as you said, like he doesn't know what to do uh, do with the rest of the players and he doesn't know how to like integrate them with his star players. So definitely agree with you on that point. But um, also at the same time, it's just, you know, the offseason, like they didn't do much. They brought in Christian Wood, but like. You know, like what was the point if you're not going to use them? So yeah, the the, the Mavs, I, I don't know what the hell they're doing. And I, I don't think they're gonna figure it out
1: either. It's, they don't have enough resources, in my opinion. Yeah, let, let me ask you guys another question. I know I'm just on a tangent of these questions, but you kind of unlocked something in my brain, shopping when you talked about um, you know, with Spencer Dinwiddie being on that on, on the um on the Mavs. So the reason he was brought onto that team was because that Porzingis trade and well, looking back, would you guys still make that trade where Porzingis was sent over to Washington for Spencer Dinwiddie and um, Davis Bertans? And we all know Bertans hasn't even been playing, which is insane for the amount of money he's getting paid. But would you still make that trade, yes or no? <laughs>
2: okay, I- I'll answer first. And I'm going to go with a hell no, because Porzingis, th- the thing with the, uh, Porzingis is he can't stay healthy, but when he does, and he like he can perform, and I think uh, getting rid of him and br- like I thought, you know, bringing Christian Wood as his replacement made sense. But I I honestly don't know. Like even if they had Porzingis, like how much different would the team be? Like he's playing amazing right now, and I think he's good on the Wizards. And I I I hope he can stay healthy on on the Wizards, especially because I have him on my fantasy team once again. But uh, that's besides the point. But I-, I think the Mavs have a bigger issue. Is they don't have uh like a Complete team around Luca that like complement him. So I, I don't think it's having that one piece. Porzingis is it would make the maps any better than they are right now.
1: That that's a fair point. Um, especially when they've got they're paying guys like Davis Bertans and Tim Hardaway Jr., who by the way completely sucks now, and I don't know why he he just sucks. But they're consistent. paying. He's just right,
2: like right. Uh, like he some games he'll he'll do amazing, and other games like he's a no show.
1: Right. It, it just sucks. You know, this this Mavs team is starting to become predictable, where it's just – it, it kind of reminds me of that James Harden-esque uh, team on the Rockets, where it would just be a one-man show, kind of pass it out to, like, a uh, PJ Tucker or uh, whoever else was on that team. You Eric know I mean? Gordon. Like, yeah. Eric Gordon, Covington. Like, Spencer Dinwiddie in this situation is that Eric Gordon, you know what I mean? And it just – I don't know. This team is starting to become predictable. This five-out offense, this iso-ball offense through one player. And it sucks because Luka is such a great player. He's, you know, a generational talent. So it definitely sucks to see that happen.
2: Yeah, Jokic on that team.
1: Could you imagine? That oh, yeah. I feel,
2: you know, bring up Jokic. Like, what's up with Nuggets? I mean, I know they're second seed, but, like, um, I don't know. I feel like that that's because they're not, like – They're not being challenged. I feel like a lot of their wins have just been like very narrow wins. And like MPJ's been dealing with injuries. Jamal Murray's been dealing with injuries. Still, like, you know, they're both getting back into it. But even though they have second seed, do you think they can like keep that second seed?
1: Well, it's kind of weird because looking at it, you know, their team is their team is just so unique. Like they've got great players, but also at the same time, these players individually don't scare you. It all kind of runs through Jokic, but at the same time, you know, we've got guys that have shown that they can ball out. Like we've got guys like Michael Porter Jr. that can hit like seven threes a game and just have a crazy offensive game. Then they've got guys like Jamal Murray, who we've seen in the bubble. And of course this is pre-injury, but he's been insane and who he's starting to kind of slowly get that back. But I don't know, man. This team is kind of hit or miss with me, and I don't really know how it's gonna go until until the playoffs happen.
2: Uh, Aaron Gordon's Brown, been doing really good too. Sorry to cut you off.
1: No, you go ahead, go ahead.
2: No, I'm just saying Aaron Gordon is doing really good too. Like he's been this easily the second best player right now on the team.
1: Right, right. And they've got guys too. Like Bruce Brown's been great. Um Carlo Pope has been insane too. So it's like they've got the personnel to be a great team, but I don't know. It just doesn't – I just don't feel it with them. You know what I mean?
2: Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, when I watch their games, I'm just like, you know, like they get narrow wins, and I, I don't feel like they're a threat. But, I I mean, they got the second seed right now, so let's see what happens.
0: Yeah, I have a few questions that I kind of want to follow up with you guys on. Um, uh, all right. When is, uh, is uh, Luka a free agent?
1: I, I honestly I don't know, but uh, I believe he's still on his rookie contract. But let me double check that for you. Yeah. And I'll, I'll get back to you. Do you have a, yep. a question for uh, Dark it's until
2: twenty twenty seven? Damn. Yeah. So he's there for a minute, uh, and I don't know if they can bring in some significant talent within those seasons. But I really do hope his um, his you know like his career doesn't get wasted in Mavericks just being a mid team.
0: Yeah, it'd be so sad to see, dude. Like, that's why I was asking. Well, he's he's definitely committed, so something somebody's gonna have to make some of that work. But I, don't I know mean, we've
2: seen it. star players demand a trade, so you know, um, there's always that route.
0: Okay, that's definitely a topic for a different podcast then. <laughs> um, and uh, anything? Any thoughts about the Lakers? Okay, uh, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you. <laughs> oh, okay. Speaking of uh god, I really don't want to discuss this, dude. But uh how are we feeling about like you know the unfortunate state of health within the NBA like like these injuries, man?
2: Uh, oh, okay, I, I want to start this off just because do. oh my goodness, my Toronto Raptors can't catch a break. Holy, it's like one player comes back, four more gets injured, and you know, like right now I think they're like uh what they're they're eighth in the seed uh, in um the Eastern standings, but um you know it's it's tough. Like I, I want to watch them like you know be be one of the contending teams. Like I think they have the talent for it, and they always find those hidden gems. So I I want to see all of them play together. But it, it's it's tough to watch you know, with the Raptors having so many injuries. But not only them, like you know, there's so many star players that are out. Like um, Nikkei Cunningham just got injured. Um. You know, Gordon Hayward, I know he's not a star player, but, you know, he got injured. You know, Hornets fans probably don't like hearing that news. Um, Denver, I, I I said they got some injuries, but, you know, they've been... They just came back from huge injuries, so I think that's, you know, something that w- was supposed to happen. And they're working their way around, but, like, Kawhi Leonard, like, he's always day-to-day. Like, you don't know what his status is. Now, Paul George is out. Um, Anthony Davis and LeBron James, they're always, like, you know, injury scare. Jimmy Butler... So yeah, there's a lot of injuries uh, throughout the NBA, and um, you know, do, do you guys have any idea like why it might be happening?
1: Honestly, it makes no sense. If this if there was a season for this to happen, it would have been last season where there was a shorter off season with uh with everyone coming back because of the pandemic and whatnot, and they kind of shortened that season. So that makes sense for last season to have all these injuries, but for this season to have all the injuries when they had a full off season, it's just kind of weird. Um, especially because like a lot of these teams where their players are getting hurt, didn't really have a deep playoff run. I mean, if we go ahead and look at um, the Raptors, you know, they, they didn't like, they got bounced out. What was it? The second round or the first round?
2: Uh, I think it was against 76ers in the first
1: round. Right. So that wasn't like a deep playoff run and all these guys are getting hurt. The Pistons right now, they're, they're going through a lot of injuries with Cade and, you know, Killian Hayes is their starting point guard. So that just goes to show that they don't really have that much depth right now. Um, and then of course, right now, there's a lot of uh, like, you know illnesses going around. You know, it's, it's that time of season. It's the end of November, right. going to December. So that makes sense. Like the nuggets were basically like all in the hospital last week where, you know, Jokic got sick and then all these players were getting sick left and right. So that makes sense to a certain extent, but the injuries in general, I don't know if this is just a new wave, and you guys tell me what you guys think. But like, are, are is the NBA and like these franchises finally starting to you know take in consideration the, their players' health a lot more? Because like we know that Kawhi is a player that they started that load management with, but then now it seems like they're starting to do it with more and more players, like Jimmy Butler. He's like he's kind of known to miss maybe 15 20 games a season, but it seems really preemptive to start taking him out now. The Warriors are resting their starting lineup like every three games. It's just it's crazy to me, you know.
2: I, I think with the Warriors, uh, uh, I feel like they know uh, what their goal is, and I think they're trying to just keep the players healthy for you know, end of the season. They're not trying to get top seed, I, I think they're confident in themselves to be a contender regardless of what seed they get as long as they make the playoff. But as far as like other teams, like maybe they're being a little bit more uh, cautious with their players, you know, not trying to force them to come back um, from injury or like, you know, taking longer longer um, time out when they do get hurt. Um, and just to give them, you know, a longer time to recover. But, you know, it, it's, it's crazy to see like, star players from so many teams hurt right now like and and they're not like short-term injuries like they're like month long like siakam harden um you know lillard maxi like all these guys are just like you know it's it's crazy to see uh, how many players are getting hurt right now and it's it's not looking like it's like a day-to-day injury it's like a you know a month long injury and that you know to, to be honest i think it's just the game's gotten a lot more physical as you know, as weird as that is to say, because, you know, we haven't seen physicality uh, in a long time in the NBA, like, um, but I I feel like, you know, players, like the skill gap has gotten a lot less. So people are definitely able to check like, you know, star players now. And, you know, I think that's like challenging them to play harder. And because of that, um, a lot more players are just getting hurt.
1: Like you said, um, something really interesting where you were saying that the skill gap is kind of lessened. I agree. One thing that I found pretty interesting is how some of these players are getting thrown into the starting lineup where they would basically be on the borderline of the G League and the NBA. For example, Killian Hayes is getting thrown into that, like, you know. As a starting lineup in the Pistons. And he's not doing too bad. You got guys like Shake Milton and the DeAn- Anthony Milton. I know I, I like Milton, but I'm just going to put him in the mix here. But these guys are dropping like a ton of points, ton of assists. And I think they're like basically... Bobo. Tri- like, Bobo, he's another guy. You know, th- these players, are like they're basically dropping near triple-double numbers. And they're going off and they're winning games. And we talked about it earlier, how the, the West, their standings are kind of a clusterfuck. Looking back at it, this might be a reason why, you know, you know what I mean? Because all these, all these injuries are kind of making some team win games and making some team lose games. But I, I guess there is a plus and minus effect because it's great to see some of these players kind of get thrown into roles and, you know, be valuable. For example, Jose Alvarado last year, he wouldn't have been a player that would be in the NBA if it weren't for injuries that happened last year. And he's a fun player, so I think in that aspect it's not totally bad as long as these players come back fully healthy
2: yep i mean i just want to see them in the playoff time that, that's all i hope for you know um but besides right, that right. i think um there hasn't been any crazy injury like no acl tears no you know none of that um well at least with star players i, I don't know if any um you know other players had those kind of injuries yet but um, yeah and then we you have like rob williams coming back from injury in december so i think like you know, after All-Star break, it's going to get crazy, you know, players, teams are going to be healthy, hopefully, and then we'll see, you know, the full potential of uh, teams.
0: hope oh, So, um, you did bring up an interesting question that you said before that I just want to address. You said, is there's like, a reason why it's happening? I don't think there's a like, all oh, like, like, the NBA season's going on and people are getting injured. I don't think there's a necessarily like a causality that goes alongside it, so, I don't know, it's hard to put a Finger on any sort of like hardcore reason. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a hard question to ask, man.
2: <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, probably got to do a little like a study on it and see what's causing it. But yeah, I mean, it's giving a lot of these, you know, younger players or less known names, uh, to like, you know, bre- uh, become like breakout stars and giving them opportunities. So it's great to see, you know, these guys stepping up to the occasion. And, um, you know, maybe we should add like two more teams to the NBA so these guys can like. Um, you
0: know, join those teams and you know. I would love that. Right. That'd be so sick.
1: I would love that, honestly.
0: Honestly, honestly. You know what? I'm very thankful for that's happening. And I think we're going to enter the Thanksgiving segment that I, that uh, Ray and y'all have brought up. Uh, I'll be quick with mine. I'm thankful that my Nets uh exist and the play-in tournament exists as well because <laughs> technically they're eligible <laughs> to participate. <laughs> okay, that, that, that's all me.
1: Oh, man. So in the spirit of Thanksgiving, we want to kind of say some things that we're thankful for in the NBA season. And Shaman, <laughs> Shaman you had a funny one. I, I like that, man. Um, so mine was gonna be that I'm I'm thankful that you know we've got a healthy AD this season. I'm not an 80 fan or anything like that. Somehow he made the top 75 NBA top 75, but um he's kind of starting to live up to it because he's putting up monster numbers and he looks like a beast. He's not taking any more stupid shots from three where he's not really been hitting them the last few years, but he looks like that Pelicans AD where he's just been a monster in the paint. And that's fun to see. He put up a stat line the other day. He was like 37, 38 points, 20 rebounds, five blocks, and five steals. That's insane. And, you know, I'm thankful to see a healthy AD, at least for the time being. What about you, Narf?
2: Man, I remember I was, I was telling you guys, uh, before the podcast started, I I can't think of something to be thankful for because there's so many injuries in the, in the NBA right now, but, you know what? I'll be thankful for one thing. You know, AD I think got exposed this season, and I think last season too. But really, this season for not being that superstar player, you know, MVP caliber player that he is. Like he's not honestly that great. He's like, you know, he's just a normal. I wouldn't say a normal, but he's like an all star center. That's that's about it. So I'm I'm grateful that he he got humbled down to that status because I. Hated how overrated he was. Um, so I I know it's a little petty for me to say that, but that, that that's what I'm
1: grateful for. So we we didn't discuss this with each other. Do we kind of have a similar one, a similar theme here in North? Oh, because I was talking about AD and you were too.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I <laughs> guess so. Um, yeah. That's I mean, funny. I I think well uh, uh something that really pissed me off was the fact that AD was always being compared with like Giannis and. I just couldn't stand those conversations. Like how, how can you compare the two when Giannis is just so much better and he's always working on his game, he's never complaining. He's, and then there's AD, like this dude like gets you know pushed a little bit and he'll be crying on the ground and it's like you know, day to day. Um so yeah, I'm kinda kind see that.
1: <laughs> Man, we're supposed to do something think we're thankful for, not something that we're petty thankful for. That's why. <laughs> um
2: okay well you know if if you want to talk about something we're thankful for um you know it's it's great to see like you know players like Kawhi back into the you know NBA um players like Dame also playing this season and Zion's back so uh, I'm glad to see all these star players that are coming back um I, I know a lot of players are dealing with injuries so you know I wish them the best and Hope this season goes amazing because it's very competitive. I'm very thankful that it's competitive. Like any given night there's a game going on, you know, uh, I'll be wanting to watch it just because I know, you know, there's great chance of upsets, you know, Magics could win a game somehow. Um, You you know, the entire NBA has just been great this season. So, yeah, I'm thankful for that.
0: Yeah, parity exists. And like, it's not like, you know, in between a 2015 to 2019 where it was just, okay, it's Warriors and someone else on the East side. Thank God.
1: I agree. I love that. You know, it gives us something to talk about. You know what I mean? But yeah, it's definitely been a fun, entertaining NBA season because of that. That's kind of all I
0: had, man. Um, thank you guys for joining the East Coast Browncast. And uh, we hope to see you guys in the next episode. All
1: right, guys. Take it easy. Make sure you guys check out our other podcasts on the ECB Podcast Network. We've got a bunch of other ones, some other basketball one. We've got an entertainment one and an anime one coming soon. We have more coming, too, in the future. So make sure you guys check out our website. link will be in the description. And with that, guys, peace out. Catch you guys in the next pod.